the Bar is a podcast for dance studio owners by dance studio owners. Every week, we seek to unpack what is happening in our lives, our businesses, our hearts, and our minds. Sometimes we take a serious tone, other weeks, not so much. Either way, we hope you feel encouraged, supported, motivated and uplifted by simply knowing you are not alone. Join us at the bar. Hello everybody, Miss Jane here, joined again as always by my lovely friend Miss Melanie. Welcome back to another episode of At The Bar and welcome to you Miss Mel. Hello, hello Jane. I'm so excited to be back recording with you. It's been a while, my friend. It has been a while between drinks at the bar or plies at the bar. Choose choose your bar. I'll have both. Um, (laughs) But we are back and uh, crazier than ever. There's always stuff going on in the land of dance studio ownership. So uh, we made a promise to each other and to you the listeners um hi mum uh, <laughs> i'm hoping it's more than just my mum that listens uh but that we've made a promise to each other and to the listeners that we are going to get back into it so here we are and today we're talking about holiday programs or vacation programs mm-hmm or uh, what do they call them in America? They call them uh, camps, don't they? Which is camps. a bit different. Window. Yes. At first, when I, I started following, you know, um, my my friends in America and their pages and stuff, I was like, camps. Like they stay over. Oh. Like camping in Australia is very much. Well, it involves tents and <laughs> and uh, open fires and marshmallows and. No, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> fire and the marshmallow the tent bit not so much I'm, I will yeah. admit that um, but yeah so holiday camps vacation camps workshops mm-hmm. any other names I reckon that's probably just about common. Yeah. Um, you do them really it. well at your school I used to, <laughs> I used to um, and I do want to kind of start this conversation um, probably in a little bit of a different way too, which you were thinking I would, Mel, and that is to say that it's okay to have a holiday and it's okay to close your studio over the holiday break. Um, And that's what I found myself doing in the last couple of years. So when I first got my own studio space, we went big with holiday workshops and different different things and it was great um, there's definitely a revenue to be made there um, community building lots of benefits which we'll talk about um, but then I also found that I was getting a little bit burnt out um, and even if I wasn't the person there on the day you know there was still it's just kind of one more ball to have up in the air there is the possibility of you know your instructor calling in sick on the day and then that's a stress that you wouldn't otherwise have just little things something to to market and to take tickets for and things and 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 we're both in the space where we've got school age children so they are home and I think one of the best things about being a studio owner is having those school holidays yeah be around for your kids and you're not sort of juggling that um you know if both parents are working full time and then you're kind of juggling your Mm -hmm. annual leave and trying to work that stuff out that's something that I've really always valued as um school holidays and so 
I've just been a little bit more, we still run them, but I've just been a little bit more um, selective about when and for how long and things like that because, like you've just said, with school-age children, it is a little bit different when your children um, are in the preschool or in baby land, um, but once your children are off to school, you know, that, that school term's so busy that I really value reconnecting with my children in the holidays and also making them a priority and saying it, you know, saying, look, this mm. is your time. I, what, what do you want to do today? Not what do you want to do today? Oh, but don't forget we're at the studio till 2 o'clock type thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. If absolutely. you're not running holiday workshops at the moment and that's why, then I'm with you. That's okay. Don't feel guilty about it. You don't have to. Um, but on the flip side, they are good revenue streams. They, um, particularly in the long break, I mean, we're all still paying rent, aren't we? So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I sort of do, I do two, I have two different approaches to, to holiday programs. One is about that community building and retention and, and for our existing, um, you know, students that where we can bring in guest teachers and, and do all that kind of stuff. Um, but then on the flip side of that, over summer we do um, programs that are more about um, getting kids in that are new to the school. So they're very much beginner-based programs. Yeah. Um, so I guess for me there's kind of two different approaches that we or purposes that we have around those um, so my, I, the ones over summer are probably my least favourite because it is like, oh, yeah, here we go again, you know, we're starting the year and I pretty much make sure I'm not teaching so yep. I'm, yep. you know, not, yeah, in that space. But my favourite one that we do is over winter. It's our winter school, which we've been running now for years and years and years. It's become a little bit of a tradition. Mm-hmm. And the kids actually, we do a sleepover at the studio, which I know you've done too. Yeah, I do um, love a sleepover actually. I actually yeah, do. Yeah, I, I have the fun. best time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you get to kind of do all the stuff that you don't get to do at the studio when mm. you've got all classes running and yeah, yeah, it's good fun. Um, but the winter school has been, for us, it's been a real, uh, something that the kids really look forward to and the parents kind of save up for and they know that it's coming and there's always something, you know, this year we've got the Australian Ballet, their education program are coming out to do a workshop so the kids are all excited about that. So mm. there's always something kind of unique or different that we try and do um, as well as, you know, regular sort of workshops yeah. and classes from our existing teachers. So, And actually that's a good point. Yeah. Just touch on um, like that the kind of deviation from from the norm. Certainly, you know, running uh, an open jazz class or an open contemporary class or you know a different teacher or something like that is good. Yeah. Um, but it's also um, fine to run just a workshop for, like you say, community, just getting together. Um, you know, and so you might have just a, a holiday day together, a workshop day together, where you do maybe a little bit of dance, but you also do other things. You know, you might do craft or you might um, mm. watch a DVD at lunchtime. It's really just a way for those kids who really do love spending time with each other and often don't get, this is what I find with my kids, because when we're in dance class, we're in dance class, right? So, mm. and we've got a teacher like Miss Jane who says, uh, excuse me, why are you talking? Right, there's mm -hmm. not... Not as much as it is a social event, it's also not. Um, yeah. 
and there's not not much time for, for frivolity. So being able to provide those times where the kids can just get together and be kids, such fun, you know, play games and yeah, yeah. That kind and of I find um, they, they connect with other kids in other parts of the school that they may mm. not interact with or may never see just because they don't, you know, their, their classes don't cross paths. And That's right. Yeah, yeah. And there's always that beautiful interaction. I know your school is the same where the, the older kids sort of, you know, take those younger ones under their wings. And oh, yes. Yeah, it's just lovely. It's really, really lovely. And that's, um, you know, I know at the end of the winter school, that's always the feedback I get from the parents is that they're like, oh, you know, the big kids were just looking after and my little Zoe just is so mm. in love with, you know, mm. X, Y and Z and, you know, they're looking up to them and, and that's the stuff that keeps them coming back. That's right. You know, that's right. Yeah, I don't know about you, but at the moment, like it's winter here in Australia it's really cold. We're in the humdrum of like we're leading up to exams. Um, next term we do a lot of exams. And mm. so I'm just feeling that little bit of like, ugh, you know, the kids are all a bit tired. It's like last night it was hailing. <laughs> like it's not a motivating time to come to class, is it? So, you know, doing those other things can really kind of re-inject a little bit of spirit and community and you know, energy when everyone's yeah. feeling a bit low. The other thing that um, we find that we can do in holidays, um, and, you know, the thing with holiday workshops is the same as holidays. So there's actually been research about, segue, I will, I promise, about holidays <laughs> and, like, that anticipation. So, you know, when you booked a holiday uh, yes. and yep. You look forward to it and sometimes that can result in just a few days of um, it being a little bit anticlimactic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or post-holiday depression is yes. a thing. Yes. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I love, I love um, knowing that I'm going to get down to the beach or I love that um, we went to Singapore last year for Brian's 40th and I looked forward to that for months Mm. That real that real sense of, oh, there's something else. And so you mentioning just like kind of when things are, are humming along, you know, it's a bit kind of business as usual. We're like, yeah, but we've got this thing coming up that we're all really looking forward to. It's exciting. It's different. Um, yeah. You know, and I think that that's important. That, that really does add value. Um, and it doesn't yeah. have to be a holiday workshop. We love to party. Yeah, we love a disco. I know lots of studios do. Yeah. The other thing is like movie nights, but dress-up parties are so much fun. Mm -hmm. um, uh, always, always advocating for dressing up, obviously. But, yeah, dress-up parties and discos, um, trying to think what else, even just things like pyjama party, big night in, you know, you don't want them. Yeah. Yeah, we did, um, which I know you did too last year, the banana split party. So that was all about encouraging kids to... That is uh, fun and we do have a banana costume. If people would like to borrow it, just yeah. let us know. Both, um, <laughs> enjoyed the dress up in the banana. Yes, but like that, that was good fun actually, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and yeah, that kind of you can make it a little bit more about the dance. But yeah, just something to kind of break up what else is happening um, mm. is fabulous. And I think it just really helps the parents see the value, you know, because they come in, drop the kids off, they do their mm. class. And really, I mean, 
you know, my parents don't stay and watch classes. We no. have a little TV for the little ones. They can they can see the inside the classes. But generally speaking, you know, as the kids get older, the parents are dropping and running and mm. not really seeing what goes on inside the studio. I mean, some of them don't really know until the end of the year concert and they go, wow, look what they've done this year. That's the perfect um, parent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. We love those ones. Um you know, so so these little moments where, you know, the kids are coming in and having those experiences and building those friendships and then, you know, little Susie runs out and says, can I have a play date with yes. you know, Sophie? And, you know, they, they start to see that, oh, okay, this is actually something bigger here mm. than just learning to dance. And I think, you know, well, you and I are both really I love that. passionate about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, That's what keeps them coming back. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I agree. I agree. I was just kind of thinking as you were chatting about some of my more successful holiday workshops and thinking um, one of my favourite things to do is incorporate literacy. Um, so using a book as a base because I think that's the thing. Sometimes yeah. it's like, oh, but what are we going to do it on? So um, yeah. particularly with kind of under eight, books are fantastic to set a yeah. theme and um, you and I both love a good Pinterest board. I mean, that is like number one of your, your mm. workflow when when doing a procedure, uh, sorry, when doing a, a holiday workshop is to open your Pinterest board and do, Absolutely. you know, very hungry caterpillar, yeah, board. Oh, yes, hungry caterpillar or um, another one that we love is going on a bear hunt. Yes. Beautiful book and such a like such a good framework for um a workshop. The other one we love to is dance. Have you got that book? Oh no, I oh giraffe dance. I'll send you our lesson plan. No, 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 I do. I do have that. I thought you said. uh, Hear me out here. I thought you said. (laughs) (laughs) The bath tub dance. And I was like, hmm, I'm oh, not that sure. Sounds fun. I don't, <laughs> I don't know that one. Rubber ducks. Don't dance. <laughs> I do have that, and yes, it is very good. <laughs> um, what else have I done? Let's get back on track. Oh, Peter Rabbit at, um, yes. at Easter, because I love Peter. He's such a sweet yeah, guy. Um yeah. And then things like Teddy Bear's Picnic, which is not oh, necessarily yes. based on the book, but that's always a gorgeous little one, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, anything sweet like that that, you know, because you want to make it as easy as possible. You're not you're not trying to um it, it needs to be relevant to the children, but also easy to put on. You don't you don't need a whole nother production. I mean, we're all busy enough. So you want yeah. simple craft, simple marketing. Um yeah. something I used to do and I, I haven't done it as much because graphic design platforms have changed, um, you know, with things like Canva and PicMonkey, it's quite easy to, to do some quick holiday graphics. But I used to use Etsy and um, oh, that was quite good for those kind of themes, you know. So my Very Hungry Caterpillar um, graphics, I just used like um, an invite from Etsy and they just filled in instead of like you're invited to the party, it's like you're invited to the workshop Um, and that's like $13 basically or something like that and they just fill it in and send you the file and you don't have to spend half an hour 
on Canva trying to change the colour of the frame or something. <laughs> Isn't that the worst? <laughs> I love oh. hate it. I love I have a love hate relationship yeah. with Canva because sometimes yeah. it's so easy and you're like, oh. and other times you're like, what the is going on with this thing? Why won't that photo oh, go in? Yeah. You say that because I thought that was just me. So <laughs> I'm feeling better about myself right, right now. Well, everybody, <laughs> if you're struggling with Canva, you can join our club, usererror.com. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. It is good. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's a, a little. Well, it's a nice, cost-effective way of doing it too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and supporting probably you know another graphic designer or something like that. Um, what else? What are I going to say? About the other thing, um, or one of the learnings I had sort of <laughs> over the last year or so with our holiday programs, I was finding we we generally tend to attract either you know if it's targeted to the littleies or then that primary school age, you know, sort of from seven hmm. to say twelve, and they're really into it and they cannot wait to get there. And then I was finding that you know my teens were kind of like, eh, meh, mm-hmm. you know bit ho-hum and uh, you know so what we did over last summer was instead of doing you know sort of full day programs and a lot of our kids down here have summer jobs as well so they're often sort of working in you know retail and all that sort of stuff so I organized to get some guest teachers down in the evenings and spread it out over a couple of weeks and that went really well I'm definitely going to do that again this summer yeah um, because I loved it the guest teachers were awesome and they were happy to just come in and do a class in the evening and sort of keep moving over summer because it's a big break isn't Mm. it you know and also I mean in Australia it's hot in summer like that's why we have the break then because it's 42 degrees and you don't actually want to dance, whereas by yeah. by 6 o'clock it's a balmy 35 degrees. And, I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> <Probably> fine. <laughs> but it is easier, you know, and also everybody yeah. likes to, to have a bit of time off. So that I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah, and also I think the thing you were just kind of mentioning, like the 12-plus age group, that is a little bit more difficult. Um mm. But I have found just asking the kids what they would like is been I know, I know, sounds crazy, doesn't it? But um, crazy idea, Jane, talking crazy to them. Idea. I, I came up I had to so lots, <laughs> lots of meetings to come up with that idea. Ask the kids. Um but, you know, sometimes they you, you've got these ideas about what the kids might like and then maybe not the same as what they like I mean you're lucky you've got one that lives with you I do as well I just ask Alana and sometimes she'll be helpful other times I just ask in ballet you know all right where do you want to do something in the school holidays what do you want to do and they'll be like oh have a Harry Potter workshop or like they'll come up with really good ideas and if you get their buy-in it's just like leadership if you get them to come up with the idea they are more likely to then support that idea um, yeah, absolutely. It might be absolutely. that they want to learn the choreography from a film clip or something. I just saw Guy Sebastian's new clip for choir and it's amazing. And I was like, oh, we should learn the chore for that, you know, like that would be fun or yeah, read a showman or something like that. So they come up with ideas. So listen to them and, and you know, see what you can do to, to make it happen either with your faculty or, like you say, getting getting others in. Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Sometimes you think, um, we, we went to, um, in case you don't know, I went to Disneyland recently. 
still recovering. Somehow, and I really do have post Disney depression, but I'm I'm dealing with that. Working through it, it's a thing. Yeah, yeah, working through it. And my least favorite thing was some of our team's most favorite things. So I think yeah. that's important to. We went to one of the big studios in yep. LA. Yep. And they were just like so into it and bought all the merchandise, the mm-hmm. jumpers, the shirts were like, you know, Instagramming every five seconds, like just yep. loved it. And that was my least favourite bit. Mine too. So Isn't that funny? I think it's important to really understand where they're at and, and know what's important to them in their world. And Yeah. And it's unlike, it, it's different to like that under eight market where basically, bless them, yeah. you, you kind of, you just tell them what they like and they go, oh, okay, yeah, all yeah. right. Well, at that point, we're still their heroes, aren't they? Aren't yeah. we? Like, you know, I think we're wonderful. I love my little, I get my little, I got a little um, thing on my desk the other day and it was just this beautiful rainbow picture. Miss Mel, oh. you're the best ballet teacher in the oh, world. Oh. Um, framing that one because I don't know that my teens would agree. But <laughs> well, what you do is you show your teens. You show your teens. Yeah. You go, Did you know that I live under a rainbow and I'm the best ballet yeah. in the world? Yeah. That's it, so absolutely. Reminding you. And that once upon a time you used to think that too. <laughs> Love them. Love them. Oh, they're cute um, though. Sometimes when they come in and help and they go, oh, I remember doing this. Oh, yes. Oh, Gorgeous. Yes. And actually that's another thing just on that, getting getting your other students to help. Um, mm. You know, I'm yeah. a big believer of using student teachers and uh, the dance step program is testimony to that it works um so you know your 13 year olds might not have a workshop that's just for them they might not get anything from it but the opportunity to serve their studio and the idea of service in my community um, is very very big and my kids actually really love the opportunity mm. to do that so um, quite often if I'm running a workshop for younger kids I can say to my older kids hey this is what we're doing would any of you like to join me on the day um, I'd really love to have you there and they just step up into the leadership role one of our favorite we're not doing it this year just because we um, signed up to a few other too many things but um, we will bring it back is our ballerina buddies workshop and that's oh, that was beautiful just yes. the best workshop so I'll just quickly run you through that because this one is oh, amazing so what happens on a Saturday morning is I start with um, my 13 year olds in my front studio and I love it it's my favorite class and in the back studios are all my babies all the kind of four-year-olds five-year-olds six-year-olds and they wander yeah. past the front studio and they look you know oh I think we can all picture them looking in through the windows at the teenagers like oh and I say to the teenagers dance well eyes are watching you know you are gods right now like they are looking up at you and there was one day the girls were doing point and I looked over at the little faces at their window and their eyes were so wide and I was like oh you know if if they weren't kind of being pulled by the arm off to the car by mum I'd invite them in and then I was like light bulb so let's do it. So we have ballerina buddies and we have the senior girls sign up. And when I say seniors, I'm like 13 to 15-year-olds. Yeah. Um, they sign up to be a buddy for the day and then we do a workshop where the little ones come in, they get allocated a big buddy, they get to know each other, have a little chat. 
Um, the big girls will do some dancing, generally on point for, you know, more <laughs> um, effect. Then they'll do a little dance together. So we'll teach a dance, like um, generally with a scarf, like a nice little, and they'll dance with their buddy. We have some morning tea, read books to each other, make cards and crafts. It's just a really lovely day. And then at the end, um, yeah, the end of the day, the buddy makes a card for the little person and the little person makes a card for the big person and it's the best oh, ever. That's it's just the best. Oh. I just wander around. I'd yeah. forgotten about that. That's just beautiful. Yeah, I'll, I'll should do a video about it. Um, but it's like I just wander around, take photos, and cry basically because it's just, yeah. um, <laughs> and I'm very mentally stable. Yeah. <laughs> the little ones be like, "Who's this crazy lady walking oh, around the studio?" Crazy studio owner with the tears. What's with the tears? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I think that's just, it's so, such a good ego boost for those teens that are, oh, you know, yeah. pimply and awkward yeah. and, you know. Like heroes. Like, one of them, there was a backside to it, um, one of them, like, almost got stalked by their little, their little ballerina, like, to the point that they were, like, every week, they're like, oh, I got another letter from Madison type thing. And I was like, ah. Oh. You don't have okay. to come back every time. <laughs> but secretly, secretly they were like, yeah, I got another letter, you know, so. Yeah. 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 And that's that's just all the beautiful stuff that happens in the Dance Step program every week too, doesn't it? It's well, that's right. And that's why it's magic because it just brings out the best in everybody. That's why we love it. So. Yeah. 100%. Beautiful, Miss Mel. Well, thank you. It's good to be back, girl. Yes, I'm so happy to be back at the bar with you, Miss Jane. Oh, I've missed it. It's like my little therapy session every week. So. Absolutely. We got a bit crazy at the start of this year, didn't it? Yes. We just both went, yeah, it was just well, busy, busy. But we're back into the routine now, and I'm super happy. Yes, me too. And hopefully um, my mum and the other three listeners are as well. No, I joke. But if you are listening, feel free to leave us um, a review on iTunes. That would be fine as well. And tell us that you really enjoy um, Mel's new book. It's coming out soon. It's called The Bathtub Dance. And I can't wait to read it. <laughs> oh, I almost snorted. That would have been so nice. <laughs> I think we should finish now. What about you? I was going to say the same thing. Thank you, Miss Mel. I'll see you later. Thanks, see Bye. you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to At the Bar with Jane and Mel. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. We would love for you to leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think, what topics you'd love us to cover, or any feedback you'd like to pass along. You can reach out to us both via the Dance Studio Success with Jane Gretsch Facebook page. Send us an inbox. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening and we hope that our podcast helps you as you navigate the highs and lows of dance studio ownership. You've been listening to another Morgan Media production. 